Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Don't be surprised if I ask what a bag is. thing about the match no mexican wave no camera lights nothing it it was a a proper football match a proper tactical battle i think arsenal showed a blueprint of how to stop chelsea playing um and it almost worked but sam Kerr is inevitable um so and I, I, I think this is the thing about chelsea is they don't lose those games and and they, they were terrible they they were really they were really really bad um you know even, even players that you can rely on like guru right and she couldn't quite get going mm-hmm. but i think arsenal defensively was superb but leah williamson switches off for one split second doesn't track or well, she didn't know where you could tell she didn't know where samco was and yeah one one i mean i'm as a neutral, I think it keeps it exciting because it's wide open now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if Arsenal would... It's, it's such a big momentum swing because the league is so small. Dropping three points, uh, you know, uh, for any team, like, it can make such a big difference. So, yeah. I kind of feel like knowing how inevitable Chelsea are, if Arsenal had won that, it would have just evened it out. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. Whereas now, even though they're so... 
little points in it, but because it's Chelsea, and while they still have that top spot, regardless of whether it's game in hand or whoever's facing, I'm like, while Chelsea have a top spot, they're not, letting they're not conceding it. They're not letting it go. Whereas if we had seen Arsenal get those three points, not to say that Arsenal definitely would have won the league because mm-hmm. Chelsea is still inevitable, mm-hmm. but it would have made it for me, I think, like even finally. Like <laughs> Arsenal need a few points ahead to make it even. Yeah, yeah. I, hear, I hear that. <laughs> so it was as same as a neutral. I kind of, to be fair, I wanted to see a few goals because I brought some people to the game who weren't, <laughs> <laughs> who weren't used to football. Like it was my friend's first ever time going to see a football game ever. Mm. So I was a bit like, this is a great tactical battle, but it does. It's not quite the same. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of wanted to see some goals, but once Arsenal went one up. Kind of wanted them to see it out, um, but it was good to see that nice bit of quality at the end. Mm. To be fair, so yeah, it was a good to see that. I think we needed the we needed the win. <laughs> I think it would have like made up for the the loss versus Man United. It would have helped a lot. Laughing, you're shivering your corner, man. Go away. <laughs> but it was just, it's, it's just, it's annoying in terms of like it's another game where we took the lead and then we dropped points. Mm, and that mm. thing is, it's, it's gonna be like a creeping thing that's gonna be in the head now if it happens again. And it's just because uh, the goal again, I think it's another, also another game where Arsenal kind of wasted a lot of the chances. Like, it's, it's this has been a thing a lot where. We get chances. We get the lack of clinicalness is what's gonna kill us. And then with Beth, with Beth Mead and Mead and Rao, it's it's even more of something that is gonna be even more noticeable unless we actually bring in someone else. So it's can, just can uh, we talk about her tick? Because what do you think? She had two chances that if Mead or Mead and were in those positions, particularly one, there was one where it was essentially one on one, and she just sort of fluffed the shot. Mm. Um, I thought she made some quite good movement. I thought Arsenal generally were pretty good. Yeah, like they didn't. It wasn't that they like played Chelsea off the park or anything, but they had a very clear plan. They were executing it well. Chelsea were very sloppy, but I think that was because of how organised yeah. Arsenal were, um, and also because Zinsberger just ran out to me. Everything scared me half the time, but. Well. She's so good. No, Zinsberger is dope. It's when it, her issue is only is, is set pieces. That's what yeah. kills everything else. She's 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 fantastic at mm. is set pieces. I never trust them. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought if if Mead or Meadamar was in those positions that her team was in, it would yeah. be two 0 three 0 game done. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I I think I'm now seeing Arsenal drop points in these type of games. I think questions have to be asked of Jonas to say. Okay, if plan A doesn't work, what is plan B? What is plan C? And I think the changes that Emma Hayes made actually impacted the game. Obviously, it was Chankovic's cross um, into Sam Kerr. But actually, Chelsea were able to to kind of dig deep and find something else by the quality they brought off the bench. I think um, Arsenal's changes were just very late in the game. um, And it was kind of... You know, you're trying to see it out, and I think, to be honest, when Sam Kerr scored, I thought, "What's going to be a repeat of United?" Is a, is a winner coming? And I think if if you're going to win the league, you can't drop points yeah. points like that. And I think, yeah, with Arsenal's lack of clinicalness, even Blackstenius as well, there are a couple of times of you're striking, you need to shoot. Yeah. Um, and I think 
it's hard. I think sometimes when you when you look at Chelsea, they they can bring similar quality for the quality that was on the pitch, yeah. and I just don't think Arsenal were there yet. You can clearly see that they're missing Mead and Minamar in terms of that kind of killer instinct to say, okay, I'm just going to put the ball in the back of the net. I think Hertig and, and Blackstonians are good players, but they, they need either to. need to develop that confidence to to do that. And if they do, then I think you know Arsenal will win those type of matches. I think also, like like you said about Plan B, because Emma Hayes set up actually very defensively. Like mm-hmm. that midfield was very defensive. Mm-hmm. Was it Cuthbert and Ingall? Yeah. It's like, and then they brought Kirby on, brought Jankovic on, and suddenly the game opened up quite a bit. Um, and just the flow of the game changed. I still thought Arsenal could have seen it out. It wasn't that Chelsea like were all over them. Yeah, it wasn't like a it was just the sort of last just, ten yeah. minutes. It started to be like, okay, this is the starting to come in, now. Yeah. And then, like we said, Chelsea are Chelsea. Um, but also, it's that thing of. Chelsea this season haven't even been that good. <laughs> like there's there's been a few games they've stood out, but no one's looked at this Chelsea team. It still looks like they're finding their feet a bit. They've got quite a few new signings. They've got they're figuring out that midfield a bit, and it hasn't quite clicked yet. Not to say they haven't played some good football, but they're not dominating in the same way we've seen them do before, mm-hmm. where just everything is just click click mm-hmm. click. Uh, so. Arsenal, it's your time then. What time? I, I what still time? think Chelsea's the mentality of the Chelsea team is, is still there, even with new mm. signings coming uh-huh. in. Like Buchanan, like you know, oh, she yeah, was she was she was she was in a battle that there. Was, that was but, her as that's the that's the Buchanan Chelsea thought they said. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she looked like everything she did just exuded experience, confidence. And very much it was it's very telling because in the beginning of the season, do you remember when that like, a lot of people were like Nah, like I don't yeah. rate her. Yeah, I'm not, really, she's I'm not, not really adjusted sure. to the league. Thinking, yeah. Does she come from Leon? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, so my friend who was in her first ever game, um, she was sat in a different bit to me and she was like texting the group chat and she was like, Blue twenty six, very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think that that even though Chelsea haven't been amazing this season they, they always find a way to just do enough whether it's to yeah. win a game or to not lose a game um they have that mentality I think it's just Emma Hayes the way she sets out the demands of the team you cannot come into that Chelsea squad and not show the same mentality as the likes of like a Frank Kirby or whoever mm-hmm. it is that been there for ages like, I think it's remarkable how they kind of always add quality every year but actually it's the streetwise experienced mm-hmm. players as well that they manage to kind mm-hmm. of find and, and and bring in and you know, you can see, you can really see now why Chelsea bought Buchanan because it's. I mean, to, to push Magdalena Eri- Magdalena Eriksson, who's the, the club captain, to left back, yeah. shows yeah. that you're you're a serious player. Yeah, it's pretty. It's like you can't aim for well, you can, but you can't go for the title if you're not like a hundred percent on it. Like Chelsea could be like at 80, 70, and they're so bullish enough that it's like unless you're at a hundred, it's not going to rock. They're still going to take it, mm. and then if you've got the injuries, if you've got people who aren't as clinical, if you've got managers who refuse to make subs at the correct times, then it's like you're just, you're adding chinks in your own armour to like say, no, nah, we're not going to try for this and that's what, it's going to kill us. Um, I thought it was very telling at the end of the game that Emma Hayes in her press conference essentially said she was like, I think they spoke to her about the subs changing the game and she said something like, um, the people that came on showed me what they're about and showed me that I can bring them on in these sorts of situations and they can do something. Um, and I was going to say, just in response to what Tua just said, um, that like, it was very telling that she trusted 
those people in those moments and they repaid Emma, Emma Hayes' trust. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it's a case that Jonas didn't necessarily trust his bench? I think trust and also I don't, it's just not, I don't think he's a fan of some of them. So it's just a bit hit or miss. But then I think like the point you were saying is about like Emma Hayes was like saying she brings people off the bench and they kind of, they pay back her trust. Mm. I think it's a double-edged sword with, with Jonas where it's like, he doesn't trust them, but I think they don't trust him. Mm. Some of the ones, not, they're not the regulars. The regulars know what it's about, so they're calm. But the other ones who may not get as many minutes, they come on and may not look as the level that they actually can show. But part of the reason is like, they're miffed that they don't get enough minutes. And also he doesn't trust them, so he's not given enough minutes. So it's like a, it's, a, it's a deadly circle of like, when well, you're not giving them minutes to show that they can do it. And then by the time you give them minutes, it's like it's not enough for them to show it. And now they're kind of in their head about it. Sure. Um, I was going to ask, who are the winners and losers um, following the result of this match? So I want you each to say one winner, one loser, and we'll start with Lauren. Uh, winners, United. Losers, Arsenal. Only teams, or like, it could be a person. Yeah. <laughs> Player, if you want, yeah. Um, <clears throat> winners, uh, given the news today, it will be with you because the fact that <laughs> <laughs> did not trust her to come on. Yeah, um, welcome to Tottenham. Like that. <laughs> and now she's making the switch to Spurs. Mm. Listen, you've got to do what you got to do to get your minutes. So, sure. out of all of it, I think it's it's the right decision. She's she's come out. Uh, losers. I think I think as a whole, Arsenal's title hopes. Ooh. Not not to say it's done, but had they won that, it would have been a different story. Okay, two one. I'll start losing and saying no. I do think the title hopes for me, in my opinion. <laughs> Maybe I'm being very pe- I'm very, 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 very pessimistic, but I've seen this happen already. I think the I think the title hopes are, are, are I think they're done. I think the the, the battle is to get a second and, and cement it. I think the winners are probably City and City, I want to say both City and Man United because now they can sniff it as well. Because if the depending on how form is going, United and City's form are looking good. Arsenal's form is looking stagnant. They could both just push us out Arsenal out. This is a a very good top four, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying need that, that extra. I know it's only three. Just like, just like make, make, make it back, yeah. like but make it a four. Between between those those four, and particularly like the top three, it's so close, and like we haven't seen that yeah. in a little while. Like going down to fourth place, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think City will have confidence because last season they hunted United down yeah. after an abysmal start to the mm-hmm. season. So I I don't think it will concern them mm-hmm. that they're sitting in fourth. Uh, at the moment. I think it helps City as well that they still have to play Arsenal twice. Which I'm vexed about because now it decided to be not good well, now. They were rubbish at the start yeah, and it's now they want to be good. Like it, it feels as though the games it feels as though the games between the top four are now going to decide who gets top three. Six points. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're six points. That's why I went for Chelsea's um and I still think it will be Chelsea because they don't lose these games, so they don't lose the six pointers. They may mm. and I, they may drop points here and there, but because they win the six pointers or or they at least get a draw and can't, uh, they always kind of manage to just be there mm. right at the end. But I'll be very in, uh, the rematch between uh, Arsenal and United. I think will be so interesting. My force me to win that one though. <laughs> sure, man. Sure. <laughs> it's all right, man. We're loading up some set pieces for you, lot. <laughs> <laughs> and Leah in the middle. Um, okay, 
We are going to go on to another game that happened this weekend. So one of the new, well, it was a game full of new signings, to be honest. It was a game, Tottenham versus, so I think it was Aston Villa versus Tottenham. Um, and we saw a lot of new signings. So we saw Georgia Knob start, we saw Lucy Sandefur start, and we saw Beth England start. Um, first of all, guys, talk me through what you think about those signings um, and how you think those signings will impact their respective teams. Um, from a Spurs perspective, yeah, I've been on my knees. <laughs> We've been bad, like really bad. And I think um, Beth England coming in, someone with quality, somebody who knows where the goal is, even the goal that she scored, nobody else in our team can find that space in the box. Um, you know, it's just a breath of kind of fresh air, that motivation, I think, for the team to say, this is the standard that we need to get to. And I think... You know, some of the signings that we made were supposed to kind of push us forward, um, and they haven't. So I think, you know, you know, Beth is 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 a quality striker. If someone would have told me even this time last year that we would actually have someone of her quality in our squad, I wouldn't have believed them. So, mm. um, you know, su- super super happy. And obviously with Iwabuchi signing today, for me it was kind of a lot of you know a kind of statement of intent type signing for me Beffingdon was the first paragraph mm-hmm. Iribuchi is the next paragraph it's not finished yet we still need <laughs> a couple more quality players um but these are signings that improve our our 11 um I think it's it's tough with the villa with the villa game because villa have also made very good signings to improve their 11 so it was kind of a we've improved but they probably have improved more, even more so and mm-hmm. had more quality to start with mm-hmm. um so it was always a kind of a tough game to to kind of um, see see Beth shine. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, yeah, it was a, a good game actually. Um, Villa definitely were more in control, mm-hmm. um, but it was you know when Beth England signed, we were all chatting about, or Lauren's main concern was, can they create for Beth England? Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be a relief for Spurs fans to see all you need to do is create one cross. Mm-hmm. Um, and she might score yeah. and that's what she happens two, she should have had two goals she should, she should have, have got should the equaliser at the end but, um, but even in those first sort of 20 minutes it was kind of all Villa Spurs weren't particularly doing anything they get one cross in and it's a goal um, and that's what Spurs have been missing because mm. they've had moments in games and if you're not controlling a game then you need moments that convert into goals mm. you see Spurs against the bigger teams even like that Chelsea game, I know they sort of got battered, but you had moments of nice play and then it got to the end and you didn't know what you were doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have someone in the middle to finish it off, you're always in contention to get chance. something. Yeah. But um, honestly, we're not in contention to do anything until we fix the defence. <laughs> because, you know, I, I watch us and it's just the basics. Even that Villa game, like the, the you know, if you see Ken Zadali running towards the goal, we know her quality. Take her out. That's it. That's what you had. Take her out. Sorry, sorry. Give the free kick and, and done. Take a yellow card if you have to. You cannot just let her to literally dribble with the ball, get her head up, look to see where she wants to place the shot. A player of her quality is going to score from there because it's not, you know, we don't have world-class goalkeepers. Um, and then the second goal, just playing out from the back. Like, it's just basic, mm-hmm. basic defending. And it's been it's been a real tough watch. And last season, it felt like we made so much progress because we fixed the defence. Mm-hmm. We became a team that was hard to beat. We, we've, You know, the entire time we've been in the WSL, we've never been a team that scores a lot of goals. 
But last season we fixed the defense and we became hard to beat. So one nil was enough. Now we are, you know, we're two, three nil down sometimes after half an hour. And then it doesn't matter how good your attack is. We're not scoring four goals in a game. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I, players I do, like Amy Turner are out of position. You mm. are though, like, I'd say you're basically a season behind Villa right now mm. um, in terms of transfers. And I think that signing someone of Beth England's quality, but also her name, I think other players will be, when they're choosing what team to play for, I think that's a big pull. Yeah, yeah this, is, this is a team that's building. It's at the beginning. Yeah, let's see. Same with Villa, to be honest. Yeah. I think the signings they made made their next round. The signings they made in the summer made this round of signings possible. I don't know if Jordan Nobbs is signing for Villa last season, last mm. year, even if she was in the same position of minutes. Mm. But you look around that team now, and slowly, position by position, is growing in quality. It used to be one or two players here and there. Yeah. Now you look at the full 11, it's not quite there, but mm-hmm. it's getting there. And I think it's the same with Spurs. They just need, if they do invest and think that spending, you know, 250k on a player is a sign that. Boy. I mean, I hope they're not doing an Everton men's and just spending whatever money they have on one player and they go, oh, we can't spend anymore. Hopefully they've got a transfer strategy. That, that's that's, that's the concern because for me, like the big fear, and I, and I, I carry the fear because I have her shirt in my wardrobe, is the Alex Morgan signing where we basically spent the entire budget just for the marketing of, of having her as a player. And obviously she was a huge name. She actually drew in big crowds. Yeah. But then, then there's the, no catering left. And then you know the rest of the team, like there were still players that we had that had come up with us from the from the championship. So like the the the, the difference in quality um, was huge. I actually feel because our form has been that bad, I actually think the Beth England and Iwabuchi trans like I actually think they've just been rushed into January. I actually think we were a full season behind Villa in the cycle mm-hmm. where it was a case of making signings this season to improve the squad level and then make signings in the summer to improve the starting eleven. But we've been that bad that we've had to to go in um early. But you know, I still think we need a defensive midfielder, um, Maeve Clamaron was our number six last season. She screened that back four. Um, and the signings that we've made in midfield, just they don't do that job. And mm. I think um, Shalina Zadorski, Molly Bartram have been exposed. Amy Turner is not a right back. Yeah, good she's she's not a right back. She, she, you know. to, she played so she played right back for United in the championship and I used to hate I used to hate her playing right back. Like the amount of people that played right back for United were even scared. Like but she's a she's a good centre back, she's a solid she's got she ain't got finesse like that, but she's a solid centre back to have. Like she just clears danger, but yeah, not for she can't be playing no. in that Spurs side as a right. Exactly, and I just think, and then we just can see crosses really easily, and then, yeah. and and this is this is where my gripe with Rihanna is. Don't get me wrong, our injury list. Everyone talks about Villa's injury list. Our injury list is is huge. We have like four ACL injuries. Mm-hmm. Ramona Petzelberger, no, no, where she is, but she she hasn't played since coming off the bench um, in the first game of the season. And arguably, some of our ACL injuries that we currently have would be players in our starting eleven. Mm-hmm. So I feel sorry for Rianne, but you also need to find a system that works for the players that you have available. And that means moving Amy Turner from 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 right back because Ashley Neville became our auxiliary player um, after the kind of England shouts. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> 
Because Jack of all trades, master of none. Every yeah, time yeah, I see her, like, every time I see her, she plays a different position. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, I was never with the shout. Like, you guys would have seen every time the shouts would be made, I was very silent. Of course, like, I was shouting, but we needed a line. Yeah, so, but we bought one anyway. Yeah, no, <laughs> people were shouting, and I got it. Like I got the shouts, yeah. But then at the same time, it was like. It's one You're of those thinking practically here. But it's one of those ones where it's like she played so well, it was like steady any type of like Yeah. She, it's like one of those like you earned it, like give her at least one. She earned something, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. She earned something, but like that England we're acting as if yeah, like the England squad is needs correct. players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But to be fair, it was also like when Rachel Day was playing at fullback and everyone was like, What's Rachel, going on here? Surely yeah. we have some fullbacks, but Agreed. like you could never not fit in there. And even now, I'm like, what's Staley going to do? She's enjoying she's enjoying, but she's enjoying attacking. She might be like, ooh. I know. She's been enjoying attacking, though. Yeah, yeah. I know. But to this level, in the WSL, being one of the top scorers and then being like, yeah, cool. Left back. Left back, though. Sure, man. Oh, actually, she might have to tell the coach to shut up at this point because really and truly, like, you, th- there's no way yeah, if she finishes top goal scorer in the league that you're going to be able to so, turn around in the World Cup and, and you're playing and say, I'm, playing, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. she might have to just be like listen I'm not respectfully like, let's, we'll, we'll reevaluate this again when we get there but everyone talks about the Ellen White replacement she's right there <laughs> like, the position is open I genuinely think though that she has like the Ellen White retirement has actually come at a perfect time for Rachel Daly to be integrated as a forward. Like, I feel like we saw glimpses of it. Remember, even in the last um, international break, she did play yeah. as a striker in one of the games. But they wouldn't yeah. be like Beth England saying, "Can I get some minutes, please?" Yeah, but, but the thing is this year. The, <laughs> the thing is this year. The Beth England thing is at the end of the day, there's no way she's catching up to Rachel Daly in goals. Yeah. No, yeah. So irrespective, you can still take three strikers. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. She should take three strikers, mm. especially because. Even though I don't want to see Russo on the wing, she can actually play on the wing. And especially with Mead. Listen, they're not England aren't in a position now to be saying no to attackers with Ben yeah. Mead out. Yeah. That's the truth of it. So most likely all three are gonna go. Um but Rachel Daly, I think we all agree that she may need to go as an attacker. Yeah, the US. thing is anyway. she's she's come from the US to the UK yeah. to show Serena that she can score we'll goals. But yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. Obviously, she's she's she scored against us, so, so she has done every, <laughs> yeah. every every side, and you know Enjoy it was that. a great finish. Um, but you know that's what we've come become accustomed to. For, you know, she was doing it out in the state; she's doing it here. Um, and her goals, you know, they're firing Villa up into fifth. Mm-hmm. And you, you look at that team, and even it was good before they made the signings that they've made in but January. They uh, yeah, they're going to be tough to beat. Even yeah. even the top teams are then. You know, yeah. Well, they did beat they beat um, City in their first game of the season at four three. That's a mad City. game. Um, they, 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 they could become the bo- they could become the bogey team of the of the top teams. Yeah. I, I was going to say because I feel like the addition of Nubs, who obviously I watch a lot of Arsenal. I think obviously barring the injuries that she had, I think obviously this was more of a minutes and like okay, I can't keep coming off the bench or not getting enough minutes or whatever. So she's going to be, and I feel like she'll show what we know the quality of, of, of Nobs is, like her ability on the ball, her, sh- her shooting, her control, the way she is. And it's just up, it's upgrading Villa to just like where they're going to be, like at the both team, they're going to be in and around that kind of spot of like, hey, maybe we don't get, we probably won't, we won't, we won't get Champions League, but we're going to like mess up someone's hopes of getting into it. 
That's what I thought we were going to get. Definitely one Spurs. of City. That's what I thought Spurs were getting with Drew Spence, you know. I thought the drop down. She is a good player to be she's, got, she's, she's, she's got no pieces at Tottenham. What do you want them to do? They got they, they brought in Manor in it. So I just I, I just, just, I just now let's see. Let's see how they connect. Well adding adding to her like, okay, I've got some quality around me, maybe I can like Yeah, I just need to see some leadership from her on the pitch, you know, just a bit more because again I, this is why I feel a bit sorry for Rianne because I think she she thought she was really doing something in the summer with the <laughs> signings that she was making and you know even every you know every, all, all the reporters would be like oh Beth England signed because Spurs have had no striker we signed Karcheska guys like yeah. I really thought like you know I think she was really thought she was cooking with the signings she was making but they just haven't been at the level I think that everyone f- thought was going going to be but Please, um, 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 I'm begging. If anyone from Spurs is watching this, please, we can't take this over. After that Everton game, you can come to the the rearranged fixture. They said the official attendance was 300 and something. There was less than 100 people there, guys. We I went there in the snow and the ice. But can we talk about and we that? Awful. Because they rescheduled it. Yeah. They told us the rescheduled date very last minute. Yeah. It was on the day of a semi-final it was like a week before Christmas. Train strikes. I couldn't go because I had a Christmas party, as did like everyone else. Yeah. It was icy, it was snowy, and there were train strikes. They wouldn't do that in a men's game. Yeah. And it didn't need to happen then. It's not as if there weren't further dates. Um, but yeah, me and the other maybe fifty people that <laughs> <Yeah>. went. <laughs> and 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 it was another and can dreadful Can I also just call out Spurs? Because I bought eight tickets for that game, yeah. And they <laughs> and they refunded me. They did not refund the um, what's it called? Like the ticket. Oh, the like, booking fee. The booking fee. <laughs> you, I, I will go one up. I'm a season ticket holder Cheeky. at Spurs. If they move the game to the stadium, I get my ticket for free, but I still have to pay the ticket fee. So I have to pay like the one seventy five or whatever it is for my free ticket. Spurs. I know times are hard with your men's. Yeah, <laughs> I know you're trying to collect them pennies to buy a, to buy a new striker when Kane goes. But let's let's not okay. let's not insult us. Okay, yeah. please. I don't want to start crying. That's perfect time to fair to end part one. Um, in part two, we're going to discuss one slash two more matches uh, as well as go over predictions. Yeah. Okay. Continuing on, we're here at part two. Um, both of our teams, Marvel, won this weekend so Everton won step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title tennis channel plus is your place to watch stream every court from your phone or smart tv live in hd don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand beginning monday may 20th be there for all the unforgettable moments stream now with tennis channel plus Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Manchester United won. Um, Marva, how did you feel about the Everton game? Um, it's just good to see us picking up points, to be honest. Like, the way our fixtures were structured, we had um, Chelsea, City, Arsenal, United, um, all after all consecutively. Um, so then we went for a spell of not picking up any points, which obviously... But my, my hopes for the season was that I didn't expect to pick up any points against those top four. Mm-hmm. I wanted to finally be solid against the best of the rest and that's what we've been doing this season mm-hmm. um, it'll be interesting to see the second half of the season now that like Villa have strengthened Spurs have strengthened but so far we've beaten Villa we've beaten Spurs at the beginning of the season I don't know if I would have predicted that um, but yeah and the same with this game against Reading you know Reading aren't um, probably not as good as, as Villa and Spurs but they're still not a team to take lightly mm, absolutely. Um, and I think the scoreline maybe it's me being biased but I do think the scoreline slightly flattered them they, no, had, they had moments. They had some moments of pressure. It wasn't that, but it was sort of two set pieces essentially, um, and even like the timings of the goals. Like it was like two one, and we scored basically straight away. Gabby George, by the way, what a goal! What a strike! Um, but I think we've just what's really great to see and positive to see is our growth throughout the season of how we're playing as well. Um, we had some great moments at the beginning of the season too. Like obviously. Going at Anfield, just have to shout that one out whenever I can. But um, like our possession-based football at the moment is really impressive to watch, mm-hmm. and it's allowing players to really harness their strengths. I thought Park was incredible this game, and I pray that <laughs> I pray that she follows in the steps <laughs> of Jordan Nobbs, of Iwobuchi, of Beth England, and thinks if I want to get in this England team. Do I sit on the bench for Man City or do I go and join a club like Everton where now that I know I'm still young, pick up the minutes, play there for a few years, learn my craft and then go to, to a club like City? Um, because I think where our downfall camp could be in terms of linear progress is we've got a few players on loan this season. Yeah. <laughs> so if Emily next Ramsey. season, Emily Ramsey, um, Aggie Beaver-Jones... Mm-hmm. We've already lost one in Geo. Arsenal. He's we needed her back. We needed her back. And Jess Park as well. So these are quite big players for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so it will be interesting to see. But so far, so good with with Brian Thompson. Okay. Um, anyone have anything to add on mm-hmm. Everton? No. No, I I actually just think the change is remarkable. Mm-hmm. From from last season, kind of just being in disarray, to actually, you know, me and the fifty other people that that were at the Spurs game <laughs> watched Everton, and we didn't really. There was no pressure. Actually, seeing the patterns of play and and how you build from the back, every player know looks like they know what they've been asked to do, mm-hmm. and actually become from from a team that was in disarray to them becoming a team that looks Sorry. like a well oiled machine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think, I think it's, it's crazy. Squad depth as well, like not not to say that we have like incredible players in each position, but there is a lot of option mm-hmm. even in sort of mm-hmm. switching positions. Um, so that's relief to see. What I will say, and obviously I don't want to bring all my 
mental morning activity into my safe space here um, <laughs> at WSL edition. But um, given how much of a shambles the club is, if we do get relegated, we've seen it plenty of times with men's teams getting relegated and the women's teams suffer. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that Everton women are a big enough club and their history in the women's game, you know, they're an iconic club in, mm. in English women's football. I hope that stands enough ground and we don't see a repeat of it because it would just be a shambles. Um, but our club is a shambles, so we will see. But I think hopefully they're doing enough um, to also just grow that fan base. Yeah. I think because they're, do- they're just being actually playing well and also Can just in terms, of, in terms of the actual scope of like, the women's game I think it will just even on a like cynical PR thing I think if, if it if they were to kind of mess up the women's team it would just look even worse yeah. on the boards I don't but think they'd try listen, it this, this board don't care they, okay. lied, they lied about putting a, a CEO in a headlock they, okay, they have their shame so that one's bad though on the weekend my team also won um, comprehensive victory. Mm. Um, you know, it wasn't a shock to me. I did expect at four or five, obviously six is even nicer. But um, yeah, comprehensive victory for United, um, especially in a weekend that Arsenal and Chelsea both dropped points. Um, yeah, I mean, not much to say on it. I don't think United actually played that well. I think they were right. Um, I just feel like the gulf in quality between us and Liverpool is huge. Um, but they did beat Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Those Ghana games happen. They happen what everyone's not there. happen. when there were three goals and all three were penalties, you know, yeah, they happened. Yeah, yeah. Something was supposed to be there. Like, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I feel like the gulf in quality is huge. Um, I feel like most of the people on our bench would probably start for Liverpool. Um, so I can't really be like, oh yeah, like I'm gassed, I'm gassed. Obviously, it's nice. Like there is a rivalry between the two of us, so it's nice. Um, but yeah, it, it's nice to see a lot of people in the United team still scoring. Um, Even Rachel Williams. Wait, people are scoring off like. I know. I know. I'm actually so sorry. I would, I would loan her back to you if you needed it. I was gonna say like, yo, so you're getting everyone from other big. You might as well see yeah. what they're going, see what they're doing over there at United. You honestly, can take. she could win the league. No, honestly. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like it was a statement in the sense that like it once again showed that United do know how to dispatch goals against mm. the teams below, the, like the teams near the bottom. I feel confident going into the. There's no like bit of fear in me when I'll be going to te- like games against teams lower. Um, the problem with United has always been those games against the other top three. Um, I feel like we've done all right in the game so far, so I can't complain too much. But um, yeah, it was a good, it was a, a winning weekend for us in both in both senses of the word. Um, yeah, thoughts, anyone? Can you say that you're in a title race officially on the pod, please? Of course we are. We're in the, we're in the, <laughs> listen, I'll be real, yeah. We are in the title race, but we are not going to win the league. Like, so we are in the race, like, but we're not going to win the league. Mm. I feel like our goal shouldn't change just because we're doing well. The goal was top three. I think we could push for second. Like, I don't see a reason why we, sh- we can't finish second, mm. but top three is obviously the aim. Um. Yeah, yeah, but we're in the title race. Like, if anyone's trying to run from that, then you're just being a loser. To be honest, you're a big loser. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're in the title race. We've got a game in hand on Chelsea, um, and we're currently three points behind them. So 
And the game, game in the game, uh, us. Oh, never mind. That's, that's a win. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, that one. Uh, you know, it's funny because Spurs and United and came into it back, the WSL at the same time. Look at the trajectories. I'll take it back. Um, yeah. it, 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 it'll be you winner. Take it back. Uh, take it back. Um, no, no, because it's at the men's stadium. We can't play on that big pitch. What are you guys' thoughts on United right now? It's annoying. In terms of like, I'm not gonna lie. I think I think the start of the season, I kind of assumed it would be. I kind of I knew they'll be good because they've been they've been ramping. But I kind of thought it would be a bit not as good as they're actually playing. So that's a bit of annoying that it's actually more of a pressure in terms of like on Arsenal. But they've been like just they hold. I think I like when like the teams actually, like you said, dispatch just ones and make it actually clear. No, no, no. This is this is nothing to us. Like, let's just end it over there. So that's the whole thing. Like I said before, I said this when I said it earlier. It's a, clearly a battle for second between I think three teams. Yeah. I think also like. Unite in the same way, in the opposite way of what we were saying about Chelsea of not looking impressive in, in quite a lot of games. I thought Man United have looked impressive in a lot mm. of games. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that game against Chelsea aside, actually. But other than that, I thought they were impressive against Arsenal, impressive in the Manchester derby, should have won it. Boy, don't remind me. Don't remind me. But while it might be a bit of a concern, okay, not taking those points, um, you're getting there. Um, and you look like a team who are things are clicking mm-hmm. again. Mm. And there's for me, it's also um, the assists are coming from different members of the team. The goals are coming from different members of the right. team. Like mm-hmm. you, you look in, you know, the likes of like a Martha Thomas or whatever comes off the bench, or Rachel Williams comes off the bench. They're scoring goals. Yeah. So at the moment, I've always as 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 a marker of I think the Arsenal and, and, and Chelsea and City of, of previous years is that you 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 know if you if you don't watch the game you look at the results against one of the lower teams and you're like oh look they won eight nil mm-hmm. um, and I think United are now showing that they can do that they yeah. they can outscore the opposition even even the um, the Arsenal United game at the Emirates it's there's goals in that in that United team so even if but then also then you've still got Mary Earps in the goals so it's mm-hmm. it, you know it's a case of defensively solid but can really outscore um, the other teams so yeah I mean I don't know it's going to come down to the head-to-head so I'm still I still think Chelsea will do it but I see no reason why Either it won't come down to the to the last day because of United's form, and I don't see, you know, I think definitely Champions League football, possibly second. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, so that is our coverage of last weekend's games. I'm now going to quickly touch on what our predictions were the last time we did this. Um, we all basically said which team we thought would win the league and which team would come third. Mm. That yeah, which team would come in the top three. Mm-hmm. Um. And I want you all to say which team, so which team you thought would win and if you still think that, and then which teams you thought would be in the top three and if you still think that. Lauren, please go first. Um, so I said Chelsea, Arsenal, United in that order. Um, Chelsea for two reasons. Because first one, they cope with injuries better than United ever will, ever will and they than Arsenal as well, and they don't lose the six pointers. Um, so I, I, I'm sticking with that prediction. I still, I still think Arsenal have enough in their starting eleven to, to, to beat pretty much every other mm-hmm. team in the league. So yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with those three as my top three. Sweet, Marva. Can't remember what I said for third. Do you have it? Do you have it? Convenient. Um, Marva said City. Okay. 
Hmm. <laughs> I think it'll be close. Sure. I think it'll be very close. I do think this is the year that United could edge them out, though. Um, I think I said Arsenal to win the league, but I'm pretty sure we said dependent on injuries. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that caveat, that little disclaimer in there. And I think if we'd known that Mead and Miedemar would be injured for the rest of the season, yeah. we would have gone Chelsea. Okay? But, yes, yeah, so I'm going to go with Chelsea. Go Chelsea, Arsenal, United is my new prediction. Oh, I don't know about the city. They just, it's just city, man. They got some. Money sure is cooking inside. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> um, Tua? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did say Arsenal and then Chelsea. The third, it might have been United, but I could be wrong, so I'm not going to kind of like solidify that one. That's right. But yeah, the Arsenal one was, I'm an Arsenal fan, sorry, and I think we were good. And again, like with Marvel said, I did say if we can have everyone fit, it's because I think our, mid, our midfield is second to none. I think our defence, when they're all fit, is dope. And then the second I said that, I think the widget, like the, the next day <laughs> or two, everyone decided to now go get injured. <laughs> and obviously, like we said, like Mead and Mead out now. Mm-hmm. I Maybe I'm being overly pessimistic, but I do think, I think the title is Chelsea's. So I will switch that around and say Chelsea. I think we do have, I think, when the players like Hertig and Balaxilius now, because it's just going to be, not just them, obviously, like, hopefully we do bring in another title because we kind of need to. We can't rely on like Gio and... Um, and McCabe to be doing auxiliary um, winger because it's not the same thing. Um, if we do bring in attacker, it's even great, but we're going to have Hertig and Blackstone. We will get a run again, and we'll have to eventually. And I think there's quality enough there that if they get a couple running, they'll now start properly feeling the confidence as well. So I do think second is ours. It's not going to be like a, a like open and closed book situation second. I think it will be a whole thing. I think United will be in there. So I think I will say Chelsea, Arsenal, United, but I don't think it'll be like a gap kind of thing or like a uh, whatever okay sweet and um on this one so we're getting to listeners questions and questions as well um some of them will be like one word answers and some of them will be more longer form um first question will leicester stay up um we're gonna go two or first they will not lauren no Marble, listen, I had faith, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they picked up their first three points. Yeah. They're last. You know, they... Okay, no, but they, they. I think it will be closer than people think, and that was my initial thing, but they probably will go down. Sure. Um, next listener's question is... <laughs> Sorry, that's a funny question. That is actually a really funny question. Okay. This is not the funny question, by the way. This is something else. But someone said, why doesn't, um, we, I don't know how to say her name, Wien, Wien Rother. Wien Rother. But, so why doesn't she get put into the um, debate of best fullback in the league when Arsenal, other than from Arsenal fans? So why do only Arsenal fans put her in the conversation for best fullback in the league? Um, so if you could answer that question briefly, um, and then if you have someone who you think is better you can say them as well cool marvel first (laughs) i think that she doesn't get put into conversation um sometimes due to tactics arsenal often play with a back four Mm -hmm. um and don't use or even when they're playing back five don't really use her as their main attacking outlet in the same way that like you know united rely on bache for example so i think fullbacks who score more who assist more start to be in that conversation um 
She scored a great goal against United. United. That was the first one. Yeah, that was the first goal. Um, But she's she's solid. She is solid. Um, But I think there's 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 a lot of good fullbacks in this league. Um, And I think that yeah, you just as a fullback when you're a bit more when you're not stat padding as much, you get lost in the conversation a bit. Sweet, Lauren. Yeah, I think the same. Because our idea of the modern fullback is like a is somebody that gets goals and assists and they're known more for for that rather than actually their defensive um, work. But then I just think on a Bachia, because she's so good going forward, but she's really good in defensively, I think until Laura can get close to that level. And I also think, don't forget, our mind in, in the WSL of what a really, really good fullback is, is also the Lucy Bronze um, kind of blueprint. And until Laura gets Closer to those levels, I, I just don't think she's going to enter the chat. But she's a very, very, very yeah. good player, but she's not flashy. So she's not doing a lot in yeah. games that, that, you know, no one's making comps. Um, <laughs> you know, no offense <laughs> about her. I so I it. think, in, hey, you know, make comps. The Arsenal fans are making comps, <laughs> but because, yeah, I just think the, the, the flashy ones will always, that's, you know, that's where the conversation will be on social media. Yeah. Actually, never that. That's funny what it didn't make any difference. Ashley Level entered she the chat because she started scoring she goals. Yeah, yeah, she entered the chat because she started scoring goals. It sounded like shade. I think that's my voice. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, it did it sound like shade. Yeah. Yeah. But I meant it with good intention. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just because of the aesthetics. Yeah. Because yeah. she's like, she's a, she's a, like a very, very good fullback. She's mm-hmm. very good on the ball, but she's not the the flying the flying fullback. So she's not going to be spotted for that unless she's like, just again, like I said, like she now starts to actually shoot and scores like that. It's not going to be a thing. Okay, perfect. And the final question is, so Mina asked, um, what would be the bigger loss for United if they don't extend? Onabatier leaving or Alessio Russo leaving? Uh, we're going to start. I can see everyone thinking, so maybe I'll start then. <laughs> You're the United fan. Yeah, what what would be a big, bigger loss for you? It's um, a really good question. It's it is a really, a question. really good question. Um... It's tough. I think, personally, I think they're both top class, top class players. I think the bigger loss for United would be honour, purely because, hmm, purely because I feel like I'm looking into the market yeah. and there is, there's not a fullback I know that's available that does what she does that isn't already at a bigger team mm-hmm. like. People shouldn't come and say these suggestions. You're not taking like Barca's fullback or Leon's fullback. You're not taking any of those. They're players, taking like, yours. They're, they're taking Spurs <laughs> or flipping Gordon Redding's fullback. That's what will happen here, by the way. It's like, I feel like Russo brings a lot more than just goals. So I'm not even trying to play down what she does. But you can find goal scorers. And I feel like there's goals in the team in general. But you can definitely find a goal scorer a lot easier than you can find a facilitator from defence. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's my opinion. Uh, Marva first? I agree. Um, I think also, if you look financially, you get money from Russo. Like, you would get <laughs> like the English tax, guys, like and just the almost like the face of the Euros. Yeah. You know, that goal, Euros like, and English tax. Um, so I think you would, yeah, I agree. You'd be able to, you're able to replace goals. Mm-hmm. What I think Russo is incredible, and I think she's um, her all-round game is great. But it's not something that's 
other players aren't doing, you can find another striker who does that. And even if you don't, the thing is, is Batia is key to the way that United play as well. Yeah. You attack wide spaces, you double up on the wings. If you don't have that and you suddenly have someone more defensive or doesn't have the capability, then the whole way you play is gone. Mm-hmm. Whereas you can replace what Russo brings to the team. Lauren? I have a complex answer. I think for the way, for the actual team itself, then it's honour as the bigger loss. But I think for the commercial all-round aspect of Manchester United women's team, it's Russo because she's a lioness. She was the face of the Euros. She's come from the academy. Um, she's a homegrown talent and players like her are going to pull in the crowds more so than honour. But for actually their the the position in the team and, and what honor does it's hard it, it, with my purely football mind i would want honor to be kept yeah. but for my um kind of business we're trying to grow yeah with the business mind we're trying to grow the women's game you need to keep russo especially with two having already extended yeah you know I mean? and that's um, our best friend so yeah and yeah i was gonna say i think similarly in terms of in terms of like footballing things you can mm-hmm. say yeah you could technically get rid of get rid of a strong word sell um sell <laughs> but i'm saying in terms of like i feel like if you were to sell honor almost like we're talking about a van roster you can find someone who is a good fullback and then maybe tweak the way you play and then buy a creator to start in the midfield and then that way like you said you can keep the marketability of having the lioness like her face and she's young and everything to kind of stay in the team. You now bring in a bring in a creator to be in midfield or an attack or whatever, and then get a very good fullback or even just a top level one. Maybe you want a sister's much, but it will still be good for your defense. And then just like shift how you play a little bit to actually go through the midfield as opposed from fullback. Okay. I do think if if United want to be taken as a serious club, they want to play <laughs> Champions League. I'm going to take a quote from a United, a former United player. Get that contract out yeah. and let them put as many zeros as they want in it because you have to keep both because other clubs, if you look at a Chelsea or maybe if you look at an Arsenal, they don't lose players of that, that calibre um, unless they want them out. So keep both. So I think the conclusion on that one is United get your money up and number two, like we're three steps forward with them in the team and if we lose them, it's basically starting from scratch again. Like we're in this title chat because of because of people that we have now. Mm-hmm. So if we lose them, it's like, what the hell? Um, guys, this has been a great episode. Um, <laughs> if I do say myself, so myself. Um, once again, make sure to um, <laughs> follow on Twitter at Gold Diggers UK and follow on Instagram at Gold Diggers UK underscore. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube as well. Um, I've been your host, Moya at Moya's Laboratory. Marva at Marva MSK. At Tiwa. Lauren at Lauren Coys. Perfect. Hey. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.